Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Wednesday edition of the Outkick the Coverage podcast. Get your popcorn. I'm fired up about the responses that I'm seeing across the country and how they aren't connected in any way to the actual data. We will discuss also Chris Mannix. Will the NBA come back? And we'll also talk with Jeff Schwartz about what he believes about college football and the NFL. All that and more. Outkick 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern live, but you get the podcast and it begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I got to tell you, I feel like I am taking crazy pills at this point, particularly as it involves the state of California. At this point in time, there is a ton of optimism that sports of all types are going to be back. Major League Baseball, I'll tell you why I feel like ultimately they are going to get everything worked out and that baseball will be back come July. Uh, I feel like I got to give credit to all the NBA players who have started, I think, to look at the data, to Adam Silver, to everybody out there who has said, you know what, wait a minute, this thing is really for young people, not as dangerous as the yearly flu. And so we can certainly come back and play in the NBA and the coronavirus, and this is where I would give credit to Dana White and company, 
you don't have to shut down entire leagues when somebody tests positive. And MLS, which, look, I understand a lot of you are not huge soccer fans, but MLS is talking about coming back at Orlando. The English Premier League is coming back. The Bundesliga has already begun. This weekend, NASCAR is going to be going on. We've already had the UFC back. The PGA is ready to roll come June. Every sport is coming roaring back. And then I feel like people who are living in California, including much of this show, I feel like Governor Gavin Newsom, Eric Garcetti, the mayors in California, and the governor have lost their minds. The state of Arizona announced that come Saturday, pro sports can start back up in their state. The state of California effectively announced that no one is going to do anything in that state for months. They aren't allowing kids to go back to college. Why in the world would you even pay for college if it means you're going to sit in your mom or dad's house in your basement and watch computer instruction for another full semester and maybe another full year? If I lived in California right now, I would be doing everything in my power to leave the state. I would be pulling an Elon Musk, and I would be trying to figure out ways to bail on that state. And I can't believe the LA Times ran a story that said that the lockdown in LA is going to extend all the way until the end of July, until August 1st. Are you crazy? I'm in Florida right now. I can do everything that I normally could do almost already. I live in Tennessee. Tennessee is open. Georgia is open. Texas is open. Florida, for all the criticism that the Peter Kings of the world rained down upon Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, the death rate in Florida is nearly identical to the death rate in California. Florida is all open. Texas has half the death rate, just about, per capita of Florida. Uh, sorry, of, uh, of, uh, of California. It's all open. Californ- I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. California has lost its mind, and I don't understand how the citizens of California can't see that. Look, you got next-door neighbor states. A state of Arizona is opening up. They're welcoming pro sports and saying, hey, come Saturday, you could play here. And California is putting the sleeper hold on the idea of having any sports in that state. Do the residents of California not recognize how insane this is? Your pro sports teams are going to have to leave. And people can say, well, pro sports doesn't really matter. You're wrong. There are tens of thousands of people, if not more, in California who almost directly connect their livelihood to the pro sports teams, to the colleges. Does no one actually look at the data in California? Europe is open back up. Kids are going back to school. Italy, France. Spain, 
places that have had much worse outbreaks than California, they're already open back up. Their kids are back in school. Everybody's going back to work. Now, every European country is not the same, but they're all opening back up. No one is being as restrictive as California is right now. And I feel like people who live in California, like what in the world is going on? Everybody else is in the process of going back to work and getting back to normalcy. And LA and San Francisco have lost their minds. I don't, I, I don't get it. I hate to say it's 100% political, but it feels 100% political to me. It feels like there's a competition to take away as many freedoms and liberties as you can from your citizens in an effort to try and score political points with the blue checkmark liberal brigade on Twitter who's going to continue to clap even though they're not looking at data and most of those dudes, and they're almost all dudes, but there's some women too, all of them want to spend the rest of their lives buried in their bed underneath the covers because they're so afraid of what might happen if they go outside. None of this makes statistical sense. None of it makes analytical sense. None of it makes logical sense. And again, people can say, well, it's just sports. It does matter. Kids going back to college matters in a big way. That's why Elon Musk is saying, screw it. F you, California. I'm going to take my car factory elsewhere where people are actually capitalist. If I right now were a rising freshman, in a California college, I'd be trying to get out of the state to go to school elsewhere if I had options. If I were a top athlete and I had signed with any California college, I don't want to redshirt for a year while I have to stay at home. I'm trying to find somewhere else that I can go. If I'm a four and five star, I'm asking out of my USC commitment. Well, let's pretend USC had any of those guys. But anyway, if they did, if I'm a UCLA student, if I'm a Stanford student even, there are a lot of good schools all over this country that are going to be open this fall. Why would I want to stay home and squint into a computer screen and pretend that I'm getting the same education? If I'm a parent, why in the world would I be paying anywhere near full tuition for my kids to sit in front of a computer and get educated? None of this makes remote sense. I feel like at this point, I'm taking crazy pills. I don't understand how people in California can even allow this to happen. I feel like their economy needs to collapse on an entirely different level before people realize basic economic realities. Remember when I was on here and I was telling you, you know what? I think you have to contemplate all the other factors other than the coronavirus when it comes to decisions that you're going to make. Because more people are going to die from 20 plus percent unemployment in the United States than are going to die from the coronavirus. Do you guys remember me saying that for months? And people are like, you don't even care about death. No, I wish nobody died. I wish my grandma and grandpa were still alive. I wish your grandma and grandpa were never going to die. I would like to be immortal. But guess what? Everybody's going to die. This is not a debate about death. We've lost that one. 
Everyone has the same ending to their story. We all die. I'm sorry to start the morning off with that reality. 2.8 million people every year in this country die. 7,500 a day of a variety of different causes. The coronavirus is not and should not change the way that 327 million Americans live forever. Remember when we went into this shutdown, what they told us? They said the reason for the shutdown and everybody to need to stay at home is so we don't overload the hospitals. That's what we were told. We didn't come close to overloading the hospitals. There's no fear of hospitals anywhere now being overloaded. We won that. We flattened the curve. There was no talk of staying in houses until there was a vaccine. There may never be a vaccine that works. And even if we get a vaccine, mutations in the coronavirus might mean that it doesn't work very well. We have every year a flu shot in this country, and many of you knuckleheads won't even get it. You wouldn't even take the time to go get a flu shot, and two years ago the flu killed 80,000 people in this country, and none of you even noticed. Nothing changed. I'm about to tweet out the CDC data on who is dying of the coronavirus. Are you aware that 40% of deaths are in nursing homes? Nearly half of the deaths in this country are in nursing homes. We need a smart policy in place. But my God, the deaths per million people tell us that most of you have zero to fear. I'm looking at it right now. Deaths per million people, according to the CDC, if you are over 85 years old, which is fortunately most of us hopefully will one day get to be 85, but when you get to be over 85, you know that things aren't probably going to go your way if you get sick. 1,750.8 people per million are dying if they are over 85 years old. If you are under 34 years old, six per a million are dying. Let me repeat that. If you are over 85 years old, there is 1,750.8 of you that are dying per million people. If you are under 34 years old, it is Six, six out of a million. If you are 24 years or younger, one in a million of you are dying. Less than one in a million. It's 0.98. Let me repeat that. Literally, your odds of dying, if you are 24 years old or younger in this country, is one in a million. Not even one in a million. It's 0.98. And colleges are shutting down? I don't know about you, but when I'm told, hey, there's a one in a million chance that that might happen, I say to myself, that's probably not very likely. 
This is actual CDC data. Your kids need back in school. They need to be back in school come the fall. Everywhere. Why in the world is California making this decision right now in May? Who are these nincompoops? Who are these imbeciles? Who are these fools? Why are we allowing them to make insanely stupid decisions without any data to back it up? One in a million. Not even like me being hyperbolic and being like, hey, that's a one in a million chance. One in a million for 24-year-olds and under that they're going to die of the coronavirus. Literally. Every single college kid and everybody under the age of 24 is more likely every year to die of the seasonal flu. All these athletes, they have almost zero. You can't can't say that there's a 0% chance that something could happen, right? Because theoretically, anything could happen. I could manage to die at the age of 41 while sitting at this mic right now. And some of you out there listening to me right now might be praying for that to happen every morning. But I'll be like, I'm so over Clay Travis. That could happen. I could have a heart attack. Because I'm so worked up over this stupidity, I could just drop dead. But the odds of it happening are almost zero. I was under way more danger this morning driving to the radio studio than I am of dying of the coronavirus. And the same thing is true of almost all of you who are young. Now, if you're over 85 years old or you live in a nursing home, then we need to do our best to protect you. But we don't need to treat everybody the same. We can't turn every kid in America into the bubble boy from Seinfeld. You remember the bubble boy from Seinfeld? He had such a suppressed immune system that if he ever left the bubble, he would die. We're turning the entire country, every kid in this country, into the bubble boy. It's absolutely bonkers. It is insane. I am losing my mind. I really feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I don't see this as political at all. Somehow it's turned into politics, but to me, data is data. You look at it. When I see there's a one in a million chance of something happening, I don't adjust my behavior. I say, man, that would be really unlikely. But I don't change everything that I do. And I certainly don't allow the people who are my elected officials to change everything that I do over one in a million chances. I'm going to open up the phone lines. As you can tell, I am fired up this morning. And I'm fired up. Excellence myself. Putting the choke slam on stupidity. Is there a single person in my audience who disagrees? 877-996-6369. 877-996-6369. What about you guys in LA? I don't know that I've ever come out of the gate this fired up. I'm going to have to pace myself. Otherwise, I'm going to burn 4 billion calories, and I might really die of a heart attack today at the mic. 
Danny G, when you hear that your city wants you to be locked up until August the 1st, your reaction is... Well, first of all, Clay, thank you for making us feel better here in Los Angeles this morning. Well, look, I'll say it like this. My mom, my conversation with her yesterday said it all. I rarely get phone calls from her, text messages once in a while. She called yesterday after this L.A. Times story came out. And I don't think she has marched against anything since she was a young student at San Jose State. Yeah. But yesterday she told me, we should all be finding lawyers. That's what she said. She <laughs> your said, mom? My mom, mom said she's looking Mama for a lawyer. Danny G called yes. up and said when she saw that she was going to have to stay at her house until August 1, everybody should be looking for lawyers. Her exact quote, we should all be looking for lawyers right now. She said that she'll wear her mask, but she is not going to stay at home all summer. I could not agree more with her. And I think that the airports and roads out of town this summer are going to be super busy here. And we'll see a lot more of these beach marches and everything else in all these towns in California because I'm sorry, but reading your comments and other people's comments on the Twitter retweets and stories, the vibe from the rest of the country is that all of the citizens here, we all deserve this because of the way we voted. It's not true. I didn't vote that way. I know some other people didn't vote that way. We don't all deserve this, quote unquote, and not all of us agree with this either. Yeah. What about you, Eddie? When you heard and saw the LA Times report that the lockdown, shutdown, whatever you want to call it, in LA was going to... And by the way, this is the lead that the entire state of California is taking. So there may be other decisions that are made, but everybody seems to be basically following the lead of the mayors and the governor, and there is an attempt to be as ridiculously restrictive as you possibly can. Uh, What was your reaction? Well, I mean, my life hasn't changed all that much, to be totally honest with you, um, because I still have a job. And I, I mean, I would certainly love to go to sporting events, but that's certainly not going to be possible, I guess, for a while. Ever. But I, I, ever. I don't know that the state of California is ever going to be able to have a sporting event again based on the standard of if one in a million people might die, then you can't do it. It's ironic that the person I'm most worried about is the person that, I mean, I guess allegedly they're trying to protect the most. That's my mother-in-law who is completely by herself. I mean, we'll go over every once in a while and like stand in her garage and talk to her and we're calling her all the time, but uh, she, she's not seeing her, her grandkid right now and she would watch him like every day after school and... I think she's, I mean, this is really, really going to be hard on her. Well, uh, it's I, a good point. And let me, I don't want to cut you off there, but I just want to say this. When you get old, and I don't want to put my mom on blast here, but she's 75, and my dad is 75. And I think a lot of people are starting to think what they think, which is, wait a minute, you're telling me in order to save me from this virus, of which I still, if I'm relatively healthy, have a low chance of dying from, that basically I have to give up my life. I can't see my grandkids. I can't go out and do normal things that take place during the course of the day. I don't know how many months or years I have left. What am, and and by the way, the odds of me dying from things other than the coronavirus are still far more likely, right? You're far more likely to die of heart disease than you are to die of the coronavirus if you are an older person. At what point do you stop 
trying to protect your life such that what you are living is not worth having. Right? I mean, I, I, I'm not 75, so I can't speak to the idea, and I'm not 80. But it, I, I, I do believe if I were 75 or 80, and I was fortunate enough to have grandkids, that they would be a huge portion of my life at that point. Right? I, right now, as I project and I think, okay, what my life looked like in 35 years, I hope that my boys are grown up, and I hope that they have grandkids, and I hope I get to spend a ton of time with them. Right? I hope they have kids and I have grandkids. At what point do you say, wait, why am I like at some point I'm going to die, right? We're not we're not talking about otherwise immortal people. At what point does the quality of life decline to such an extent trying to protect the life that you have that it's not worth living? And I think there are a lot of elderly people out there who have to be starting to ask that question about this. Because I can't think of any precedent where we've ever treated people like this. Okay, Eddie, sorry. I just had to say, no, like, that's fine. I do think that's a question that a lot of elderly people are starting to ask. Like, what, I could I die totally agree with you. of something else during this six months where suddenly I'm not allowed to see my grandkids face-to-face and give them hugs and give them kisses and give them candy and give them toys like I ordinarily would be doing, spoiling my grandkids. Like, what am I protecting myself from? My real life? That doesn't make sense. And I think, and and my wife, I've told you before, has lung issues, so she's at higher risk. And my my mother-in-law and my wife are both, you know, there are some people out there that are, they're rules followers. When, when people tell them they need to do this, they're going to do it most of the time. It's just kind of in their nature. But I think both of them now are are finally reassessing and, and figuring out is just exactly what you said. Is my quality of life deteriorating now so much that I am now willing to risk this supposedly because I, I don't know how much more of this I can take. And I think they're both of them are are really starting to debate this now in their mind. And I think both of them will start to if you want to call it taking more chances or whatever it is, they're they're not gonna be able to go three more months with a complete and utter lockdown of their lives. What about you, Roberto? Yeah, I'm kind of like Eddie. Uh, my life hasn't changed that drastically. I would love to go to Dodger Stadium, but it looks like that's not going to happen anytime right, soon. Th- let me take a step back for, for everybody who's saying my life hasn't changed very drastically. If your job didn't exist, let's pretend that they come into Fox Sports Radio tomorrow and they say due to the coronavirus crisis, which God forbid, knock on wood, furiously, hope it doesn't happen. But let's pretend they come in and they say, we're going to have to stop running Fox Sports Radio programming. We're just going to run best of until the state of California opens back up, right? Because I think it's easy. Like, I'm trying to think in the position, not just of 41-year-old Clay Travis, who lives in Nashville and is down in Florida right now, and really my life is not that much different. But remember, one in every five people has lost their job right now. So pretend that based on everything else is the exact same, but you happen to have a job that you have lost, which a huge percentage of our listenership is in that category right now. And then you hear and see all of the restrictions that are maintained that are going to keep you from having your job. Your reaction would be what? We'll talk about that. I got to go to break because I've run over here. We're going to open up the phone lines, 877-996-6369. How many people, if their job disappeared tomorrow, would still support the shutdown? I think it would be 
amazing to see the reaction in the media. If suddenly you went out to every media member who's getting to telework and they're sitting at home and they're idly flicking through Netflix and then they get on their phone and they're like, just stay home. Just stop saying that you need to leave your house. It's easy to stay at home. You can be at home and just watch Netflix all day and your paychecks are still arriving in your bank account and you just get to work from home. Clay, really quick to your point, my girlfriend still has not been able to get a hold of the EDD. They have not processed her paperwork yet. She's been out of work for two months now. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Uh, not a penny has come in yet. Yeah. She's freaking out. I've had to loan her money for her utilities and her phone bill and stuff like that. Yeah. So you're 100% right. And my brothers and sisters, same thing. And that's why my mom was so freaked out yesterday. Because thank God it hasn't affected me 100%. It's affected me a little bit. As you pointed out yesterday, all of us in radio have had to take some sort of small loss but overall here in the state millions of people are penniless right now and scared to death and being told they can't work yes that's what i'm saying like if every blue check mark twitter person out there who's like oh all these stupid protesters why don't you just stay at home because they don't have jobs one out of every five people has lost their job how much would your opinion change about a one in a million chance that you might die if you didn't have a paycheck coming in tomorrow. And then add in that you have kids who are hungry at home. You have a car with no gas in it. You have rent that you can't pay. The lack of understanding and comprehension when it comes to economic reality among the political and media class is blowing my mind right now. And I feel like no one is willing to even talk about it because they're all afraid people are going to say mean things about them on Twitter. Suck it up, Buttercup. 877-996-6369. We got to get back to F to work. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I'm fired up, fired up this morning. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. I want sports back, but more importantly, I want people to just make rational decisions. I'm going to make a lot of money over the next decade doing what I do. But a part of me just wants to step out of here and run for office on a platform of just walking around with a bunch of damn graphs and saying, here's the data. Make decisions based on this, you nincompoops. I don't care whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. I want sports to come back, but sports are a part of business coming back. And the data isn't complicated here. Athletes are not going to die of the coronavirus. College kids are not going to die of the coronavirus. You out there listening to me, are probably not going to die of the coronavirus. 
If you are young and healthy, the odds of you dying, period, are low. But you know what? There's probably somebody who's going to listen to me this week driving into work who's going to die. That's going to suck. It might be me. And for me, that would suck even more. But I can't refuse to leave my house because of it. Life comes with risk. A well-lived life comes with more risk. Have we forgotten this? I don't want my kids running around with bubble wrap on them. It's probably safer when they fall off their bike if they did have bubble wrap on. Literally, I could go out to the store and buy as much bubble wrap as possible to make sure that my kids, if they fall, never skin their knee again. But they would look ridiculous. And more importantly, I would be teaching them that they can't ever get hurt or take any risk in life. In fact, I'm trying to teach my kids how to ride bikes right now. Yesterday, we went on an eight-mile bike ride. My kids hate me right now because I made them go on an eight-mile bike ride. Down along beside the road where cars are driving. That was riskier by far than the coronavirus is. But my kids got to learn how to ride a bike at some point. Oh, my God. Eddie, give us an update. Then I got to I got to time this thing out. We went so long on the open. I know we got tons of people who want to weigh in on the phone. We'll do that. 877-996-6369. All right. So I want to give credit to the NBA players. I want to give credit to the MLS and to Major League Baseball who are all starting to look at the data and make rational decisions about coming back. And a big part of the rational decision is if somebody gets sick, the precedent, which I got to give credit to the UFC on, is you get, take that person out of competition and let them, let them get well. You don't have to quarantine every team. You don't have to stop the entire process of playing sports. Sports are a big part of this because many people take their lead from sports in terms of the precedent that we are setting. So I'm going to start taking your calls. Uh, if you haven't, if you're just waking up, I'd encourage you to go listen to the podcast. It's a hell of an open, if I must say so myself. Uh, and we will uh, allow you guys to debate and discuss what we just shared. But again, importantly, the data is out there. If you are young, you are not in danger. And I'm fired up because California has already decided in May that they're going to start to shut down schools. And by the way, colleges, this is before we even analyze the data that has been coming in from the last several days, which suggests that the coronavirus is rapidly losing steam in this country. Even if you don't agree with me, the idea that you would be making fall decisions about kids back in school on May the 13th is insanity. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. (laughs) 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Dub, what's the situation on the calls? I know we're loaded down with a ton of people. Yeah, we got a ton of people that want to weigh in this morning. You want to start off here with Jim in Maine. Jim, what you got for me? Hey, Clay, great show. Hey, Appreciate listen, that. I got, out of, I got out of California in 2004 because I, I grew up there. I saw the writing on the wall. I took a job back east. Um, you know, sports should come back, but unfortunately what you said about political, this is, if you look at the states that are opening as opposed to the states that are either not opening or dragging their feet, you're going to see a divide right on political lines. Red states opening, blue states not so much. Um, you know, unfortunately, I have a Democratic governor up here, and, um, you know, she wants us, she's doing a slow open. My son and I, my 15-year-old, are headed to Florida on Thursday, and if she thinks I'm going to quarantine when I come back for 14 days and sit in my house, no, I'm not doing it. No, we got rights in this country, and this is, this is about grabbing our rights. This is about control. And I, I'm, I'm not standing for it. I'm really afraid for this country because looking around, I see a lot of people that can't think for themselves, it seems. Yeah. It's a scary thing. It's a very scary thing looking at the landscape. Thanks Thank- for the time, Clay. Thanks for the call. Look, here's my argument. Consensus is often bad. People say, oh, we want to find consensus. We want If everyone agrees with something, I'm very skeptical. Because a democracy is about ideas colliding and allowing a better argument from one side or the other to win. Very few people said when we went into lockdown, wait a minute, does this make sense? Are we really considering the economic implications here? Uniformity of opinion is not characterized by democracies. It's characterized by totalitarian dictatorships. Remember Saddam Hussein bragging about how he got every vote for president? Oh, we have a democracy in Iraq. Yeah, because if you voted against Saddam Hussein, they took you out back and put a bullet in your head. Debate is good. Disagreement is good. Conflict is good. That's the essence of sports. Sports is about conflict. It's about one side trying to prove that they are better than the other. Politics at its best should be a battle, a competition of ideas. Who has the better ideas here? Who has the better data to support those ideas? Who's better at making arguments? I feel like we've lost that and that this is driving me insane. Who's up next, Dub? We got Tommy in Florida. Tommy, what you got? Hey, man, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I got to disagree with your boy, Danny G. He made a comment about, uh, you know, we're getting what we deserve because of who we voted for. And that's exactly right. And you're, the, the caller before me kind of stole my thunder. This is it, it, the blue states are closed. Look at the SEC, right? Just you, you're a Tennessee guy. Your state's open. The, the, the state right next door to you is closed. Why? Because they have a Democrat governor. So it matters. When you go to the polls in November, it matters. You, the, these people need to remember what's going on. 
Arizona's open, California's closed. Why? Because Arizona's got a uh, Republican, they're, 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 they're a red state, and California is a blue state. So don't think that you can just go and check a box. I mean, look, look at Florida. Uh, we, had, we had a race down here, Ron DeSantis versus Andrew Gillum. If Andrew Gillum would have won and he barely lost, we would be shut down until July and you wouldn't be coming here. Yeah. And there's no question he would shut down. Thanks. I've thought about that. The difference between who Florida elected governor, I think Ron DeSantis has done an incredible job. You know what he also didn't do? Get caught with crystal meth in a room with an escort like Andrew Gillum did, the guy who almost won the presidency. I mean, sorry, won the governorship. And he's right. Florida would still be shut down if that guy had won. And instead, Ron DeSantis won. He's done an incredible job. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Data is getting better and better. We had our best Tuesday data in months. For those of you out there who regularly follow the coronavirus data or just follow my feed because I try to share real data with you, real facts that are coming out on a day-to-day basis so you can better understand what's going on in the country. Um, If you look at the data, we had our best Tuesday in months. That followed the best Sunday in months and the best Monday in months. Uh, And we got great optimism that's coming from Major League Baseball, which I think is going to get things worked out. From the NBA, I got to give props to LeBron and all the big-time star players who had their own conference call. It seems like players want to get back to action and are actually looking at the data. And from the MLS, uh, as everybody is starting to work towards coming back, obviously we've got NASCAR happening this weekend. Uh, We have got uh, the PGA coming back soon. We already have UFC back. I would expect for boxing to be back soon. The WWE is back. Everything should be back soon based on the data. And what is firing me up this morning is yesterday, the state of California is making a decision that kids can't go back to college and there's no data to support this decision. I just tweeted out the latest CDC death information by age. There is literally less than a one in a million chance if you are under the age of 24, that you are going to die of the coronavirus. I don't know what the odds are that you're going to get struck by lightning. Somebody need to look up what the odds are of different crazy things happening to even more put this into context. But if you are under the age of 24, again, we say all the time, well, that's got a one in a million chance of happening. One in a million is almost impossible. If I tell you you have a one in a million chance of anything happening, yet we're shutting down colleges. I I don't understand it. And the state of California has lost its mind such that I think there's a decent chance if I ran a pro sports franchise right now, if I ran the San Francisco 49ers or the LA Rams or the LA Chargers or the LA Lakers, or the San Francisco Giants, Sacramento Kings, wouldn't matter who the team was, I'd be planning on relocating my franchise outside the state of California. Much like Elon Musk is thinking about it of happening. Dub, is this stat real? You just looked up the chances of getting struck by lightning? 
Yeah, that's right. The odds of getting uh, struck by lightning in the United States in any given year is one in 700,000. So you literally, if you're under 24 years old, are more likely to be struck by lightning than you are to be killed by the coronavirus. That's right. That's in a single year. In a, in a lifetime, it's you know obviously a little greater, one in 3,000. That, that seems really high. It's kind of surprising. Lightning. I'm at, maybe I shouldn't go outside after all. Uh, all right. So we need to, I need a statistician to confirm that those, but if that data is right, the dub just gave me, just putting it into context, we know one in a million is not likely, but you are much more likely to be struck by lightning in this country than you are to die of coronavirus if you're under 24 years old, based on that data from dub. That's kind of putting into perspective how ludicrous this response is right now. Uh, all right, who is? Uh, who, let's we're taking some calls because a lot of you have been waiting to call in. Uh, Dub, you pop them up and let's run through them. Uh, we got Kevin in California. Kevin, what you got for me? What's going on, Clay? First of all, keep giving the facts. Keep doing what you're doing. This is a great platform you provide for us every day. You've been great with this. Keep it up. Now, here's what happened. Yesterday, Barbara Ferreira, she said she was misquoted. She said that uh, stay-at-home order was for people with underlying conditions that had to stay in shelter till August. So she said she's going to clarify that today. But I hope that, by the way, I hope that, I hope that that happens. Yeah. But still, the st- that what is not needing clarification is... The California State College System, which would include San Diego State, Fresno State, schools such as those, have said that they are not going to open for the fall and that they're going to continue the telelearning, right? So I appreciate your call. Anything yes, else? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. All right, thanks uh, for the so call. Yeah. The, oh, we might have cut him off governor there. Was, yeah, the, the governor was very adamant about saying he doesn't see sports coming back. And that's that's the problem we have. He, he he was really, you know, every time we talk about possibly bringing something back, he goes, well, I don't know. We got to see what it looks like. So, you know, do I personally think we're going to get sports back here? Yes, I do. I think um, he's seeing this as an opportunity to put his stance on something. I don't agree. But um, he's been – pretty steadfast about that. I don't think it's a political issue because you had Cuomo who said he who wanted to see the Yankees playing Yankee Stadium again. But yep. we, we got to get back to playing sports. That's the fact. And, you know, we got to get back to what we do. It's very simple. You know, wear your mask, wear your gloves, socially distance. We can do that. We're adults here. But but this, this telling us what to do and staying inside is just it's enough's enough. You know, we, we got to get back to what we, we normally do. So I agree with you 100%. But, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, the, it's the governor. And, you know, hopefully he'll change his stance. Thanks for the call. Look, the reason why I'm trying to not make it political by and large is because I think in this country we live in right now, when you make anything political, half the people are going to disagree with you. Right? It doesn't matter what I could say. I could tell you every single political opinion I have right now. You can ask me any question. I run through. I'll tell you exactly what I agree with. And on every contentious one, half of you are immediately going to disagree with me. So in an ideal world, what I'm trying to do is share the data so that you can look at it. And regardless of who you think should be president 
or regardless of who you think should be senator or governor or whatever else, do those decisions have consequences? Yes, that's certainly true. But sports, it shouldn't be political. And that's why I've tried to focus, like like the caller just mentioned, I've tried to point out, Andrew Cuomo said, hey, it makes sense for Major League Baseball to be back. I'd like to have the Yankees and the Mets playing in New York, which has had infinitely worse coronavirus outbreak than California has. And I don't see it as being political to want your kids to be back in school this fall. And people say, well, why do you care about California? Well, because precedents matter. Because by and large, politicians are terrified of getting criticized. And while I'd like to believe that they're going to be courageous, so many politicians just put their finger up in the air and wait to see which way the wind is blowing. So when California comes out and says, hey, by the way, the state schools are not opening up, that's a big deal. Eddie, you're a Fresno State fan. Like, you love college football. Doesn't this strike you as absurd that right now, based on the statements made by California, Fresno State and San Diego State, for instance, which are FBS schools playing in the Mountain West, would not be able to compete this fall? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 looking at the numbers, I, I mean... <laughs> I, I, there's been like 10 deaths in Fresno County since this whole thing started, if the numbers I saw were accurate. So, I mean, there are certain parts of California, I, I, you know, you could talk about greater Los Angeles or maybe the Bay Area, but there are, this is a big state. And there, so there are parts of this uh, that don't seem to make sense as well. Yeah. Amen. Uh, all right. We're going to keep taking calls, Dub. Who's up next? Uh, we got Rob in Tennessee. Rob, what's up, my man? Hey, morning, Clay. Uh, the people making these rules uh, work for the government. They're, they're getting paid. Yeah. If you want to see this stuff cleared up in a hurry, put them on furlough and see how quickly it would change. And the other thing I'd point out really quickly, it looks like uh, 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 California is caved with Elon Musk, and they're going to allow him to uh, open up again. There's a, yeah. there's a message there, too. Thank you. Well, props to Elon Musk for standing up to the state of California, first of all. I don't see that guy as being uh, partisan either. He's a hugely successful business person who looks at what the data tells him to make decisions. One of the most brilliant scientists in our country. And I, I have said, I agree, regardless whether you're a Democrat, Republican, or independent, I think every politician should not make a salary as long as the shutdown is in place. I tweeted that probably six weeks ago. It's insane to me if you're a senator or you're a representative or you're a governor that you're accepting a paycheck right now while you are requiring your citizens to not work. And that's why I said I think every media person who is making the argument of, hey, you should have to stay in your houses. okay, you shouldn't get paid as long as the shutdown goes on. You can work for free. How would that change their opinions? If every person on CNN and MSNBC suddenly didn't have a paycheck, how many of them do you think would defend the shutdown? Maybe some still would, and they'd go stand in line at food banks. You know what's growing exponentially right now? The lines at food banks. We've never seen this in our history. It's a country. We're going to be, by the time the numbers come out, maybe a higher unemployment rate than the Great Freaking Depression. And it will have all been voluntary based on a relatively limited risk of death 
to the vast majority of the American population. Who's up next? We got John in North Carolina. John, fire away. Uh, how you doing, Clay? Excellent. Um, the uh, problem is, though, Clay, as much as you try or attempt not to make it political, it basically just is. Gavin Newsom's an idiot, and what he's doing out in California is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, you can't really step one eighth of our economy, and he just he's shutting it down. He's giving these people no right to work, and uh, you know, Obama said it that elections have consequences, and that's the consequence of California. You keep electing people that make these stupid decisions, and you have to live with them. And living with them, as you can see, is not very good. Um, they're doing it everywhere. They got it called in from Maine. They're going to do. They're doing. The blue states are pulling back. They're trying to hold it back, and it's all political. We don't want it to be. You might not want it to be, but this is one more stab at trying to get Trump. And Trump had nothing to do with the coronavirus. He didn't create it. He didn't put it in our breakfast for cereal. It came on its own. So, you know, I, I just want to get that point in a nice I always enjoy your show. Keep on doing a good job. Hey, I appreciate the call. It's frustrating to me. I agree that so much as everything is politicized around Donald Trump, if people think that it's going to hurt him and you hate him, you're for it, even if it hurts the country, frankly. And that uh, also leads, I think, to lack of rationality. I try to, this sometimes drives my wife crazy, but I try to be hyper-rational and not emotionally respond to things. Now, in sports, I oftentimes do respond emotionally, right? You'll hear this show, and I'll be straightforward with you. When my team loses or when my coaches lose, if you follow me on social media, you'll see, like a lot of you, I'm not necessarily hyper-rational in the middle of a game while I'm watching my favorite team play. But America is my favorite team as far as countries go, right? And I try to be hyper-rational with the facts that I put out to all of you. Some people, I'm sure if I check my Twitter feed, and I can't even check because I've got so many mentions rolling in right now. But some people out there are like, well, you haven't been 100% right about everything that you've said about the coronavirus. And that's true. Almost no one has. I listened to China. I bought into the idea that... Uh, that the WHO was sharing real, live, legitimate information that was real. But what I believe I have done is every fact that I have shared has been accurate, right? There's a difference between the facts that I share. You may not agree with where I go, but the analogy I always make on this show is if I get a fact wrong, I feel awful. I feel absolutely horrible if I get a fact wrong. And because why does that matter? Because if my facts are wrong, then my opinions certainly are going to be wrong, right? Facts are important. They're the foundation of every opinion. All of my facts have been accurate. Or at least cited by people who claim that they were accurate, right? Like initially China and the WHO, they lied to us. But I relied on that data because it was being presented as part of truth. And then since I've said, well, you know what? That was wrong. I apologize for relying on that. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have trusted China in any way. And when I get a fact wrong, I come on and I tell you. But facts are the foundation of every opinion. And what the analogy I would say is, hey, if I come on with you and I say, I think Tom Brady's going to win a Super Bowl this year because he previously 
has won two Super Bowls in his career, and I think he'll win a third with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It'd be a record scratch moment for a lot of you. You'd say, wait a minute. Well, Tom Brady's won actually six Super Bowls, Clay. So if you're telling me he's only won two, I don't know that I'm willing to follow your opinion that he might win in Tampa Bay. And that would be valid, right? I can't guarantee you that my opinions or my predictions are going to be correct. If I was able to do that, I'd be a billionaire. I'd be a trillionaire. I'd be the richest person on the planet if I knew what was going to happen in the future. But I don't. I can only try to divine what's going to happen and predict the, predict what's going to happen in the weeks and months ahead based on the data. And that's what I'm trying to do here. Share the data with you guys and have been for months. Who's up next, Dub? Uh, we got Terry in Realville, USA. <laughs> Terry, what's up? Good morning, Clay. Not much, man. I loved your monologue this morning. You sound like me when I'm listening to the radio. I scream at the radio when you hear some of this stuff. But anyway, like you said, you don't want to make it political, but Gavin Newsom doesn't make sense because if these players don't play in his state, he don't get to collect this 13.5% income tax off their million-dollar salary, so he's shooting himself in the foot there. And, you know, that just doesn't make any sense at all to me. And it is all about politics. You should put an over and under out there of how long he's going to keep the state shut down. Is it going to be after he gets his money from the federal government to pay off his debts? Is he going to open the state? Is he just holding the state hostage to get money? That's what I have to say. Like you said, you don't want it to be political. But that's the way things are. You have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. I don't see wanting sports back as political is what I'm saying. And I wouldn't want people in California to only be trying to hold their elective officials to the data if they happen to be Republicans or if they happen to be Democrats. I want every single person listening to this program in California to agree with me that looking at the data, sports should be coming back, colleges should be opening back up, and those are two things I don't think the state of California is going to allow. And I think that's just flagrantly wrong on the facts. Not on the political opinion, on the facts. Who's up next? Oh, we got a couple more here. Chad in Minnesota. Chad, what you got for me? Go ahead, Chad. Great opening monologue. Uh, glad you brought the facts out this morning. Great job. Maybe with this new stimulus pack, you'll be able to buy a bunch of bubble wrap for your kid while you teach him how to ride a bike. <laughs> Uh, thank, thanks for the call. Um, it's just, I mean, it's like everybody's got to be the bubble boy now. If you watch Seinfeld, if you didn't watch Seinfeld back in the day, just Google, go on YouTube, Google, and just click on the bubble boy to see what I'm talking about. Everybody's got to live in a bubble now. Who, uh, who's, uh, we got a final caller before we go to break here, uh, Dub? That's right. Last one here, Dave in Cincinnati. Dave, fire away. Hey, first of all, leg day at the Travis household. I'm surprised you didn't get arrested for like child, you know, child abuse uh, uh, or something like that for going eight miles. Uh, secondly, uh, can you explain for all these idiots out here in betting terms what one one in a million means as far as football or baseball? Could you explain that for all these clowns out here that have no clue what one in a million means? Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I don't even, it's a good question. Like, I was trying to think where you would ever have been able to bet on one in a million. But it would, it, remember when we hit, uh, 
what was it we hit uh, for the show? We got all of like the songs that were going to be played in the Super Bowl. Dub, do you remember that? You did the math on that. And it was like we yeah. hit a t- 25 to 1 and a 40 to 1 and like we rolled all that together. Do you remember? Yeah, it was like it was like 70,000 something to 1. Yeah. And we had to hit like w- when you went back over all of those, you were like, "Holy cow, like this is insanely improbable that we hit everything." And I feel like Dub's right. It was like 70,000 to 1, which is unheard of. A million, uh, you know, I mean, just think about uh, just think about a city that has a million people in it. That means that, and, and for those of you who are just waking up with us, I just shared the latest CDC data, and there is literally under a one in a million chance that you will die of the coronavirus if you are under 24 years old, okay? Because we're talking about colleges opening back up and and uh, and leagues opening back up and what the risk is to the players. Literally under one in a million. That means, I mean, I know it's crazy to think about in the context of a million people, but that means effectively that if you look at, just think about a million things lining up in a row, right? Whatever it is. One of them is going to die from the coronavirus. You would be almost impossible to find them. Whereas one in every five, 200,000 of those people have lost their jobs. My mind is just blown over the lack of data analysis and factual understanding that's going on here. And we're doing it months in advance. There's just no way to rationally defend the decisions that are being made to shut down colleges. I looked at the data, by the way, somebody shared it with me, in Alabama, using an individual state, for example. In the state of Alabama, not one person under the age of 50 has died of the coronavirus. I know a lot of you listen in the state of Alabama, all right? Huge college football community. Biggest college football fans in the country. Not one person. It's not like Alabama. Like when you hear, like think of the healthiest state in the union. Nobody's like, I'm going to pick Alabama. They deep fry everything. People, I love Alabama. All right. Love the state. Not one person in Alabama even is like, well, we're a really healthy state. Not one person under the age of 50 has died of the coronavirus in the state of Alabama. Not one. It's absolutely insane. Uh, We come back, we're going to talk to Jeff Schwartz. He's from California, and he now lives in North Carolina. We'll see what he thinks about the idea of the state of California shutting down colleges and potentially sports leagues having to move out of the state. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Jeff Schwartz rolling in now. Jeff, I just tweeted out, I don't know if you saw it, the latest data from the CDC. And that shows that if you are under 24 years old, you literally have less than a one in a million chance of dying of the coronavirus. When you see that data, how in the world is it possible that California is deciding in May, in May, the first half of May, no less, that uh, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, I don't know what the total enrollment, it might be millions, uh, for all I know, of kids who are enrolled at California state schools, including Fresno State and San Diego State, which a lot of people know from a sports perspective, are not going to be allowed to be back on campus this fall. Um, I did find it surprising that this was announced. Um, but, you know, when you look at, at the details of it, uh, there's a couple of things that I think that the headline was a tad misleading. The school is going to be open. The campus will be open. Uh, they're going to have student services open. They're going to have other things on campus open. They're just not doing a lot of, of classwork on campus. So, like, they're going to have labs open, I, I think, and they're going to have some, some, uh, some classes that have to be in person. Like I said, student services are going to be open on campus. It's just not going to have the mass of, of people going to school in person. So they're right, but that's why a- people go to college is to go to class right, no, in person. Well, I mean, some some of us did. Some of us <laughs> didn't go to school for the first year they were at Oregon. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it didn't go very well for me, but yeah. I, I tried to make it work. But in way. general, like, yeah. to me, this is absolute insanity. And what I worry about is other universities. Let me just take a step back. You know this. Presidents and ADs and everybody else are so terrified of being criticized that my concern is once one school system makes a ludicrous decision like this, eventually everybody else starts to think, why not us too? Uh, correct. And this is the thing about, about this decision that could impact major college sports. Now, San Diego State, Fresno State, San Jose State, I get you're in the Mountain West, and you, know, you're, you're, you, you do play athletics, um, but obviously we're talking about the Pac-12 conference, right? So how do you, if you are, and it, it's funny, a lot, I think a lot of people learned yesterday that there are two, uh, two college education systems in California. There's the Cal State and then there's the University of California, which UCLA and Cal are part of. You know, how do you say, hey, Cal State's were closed, quote, quote, closed, and then, hey, what, but the California system is going to be open, right? And UCLA and, and Cal, you know, everyone come back to campus um, so I, it could lead to more closures, which worries me about the Pac-12 being able to play football this year. USC and Stanford are private schools. I don't think have to abide by any rules whatsoever, they can, they can, unless the county is closed, which LA County, again, the headline was so misleading because it's not really closed. Uh, they're like beaches are opening and they're opening retail up. Like they're opening things up, but it's just the headline is so bad. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, the, I have still hope that they can do this, but I do agree with you that it felt really early. That one suggestion that I heard about why this was done now 
versus later is that a lot of these California state schools are on are on semester systems, so they come back in August, where the California system, Berkeley and UCLA, um, even though Berkeley's not part of it, are on the quarter system, which doesn't come back to the end of September. So they can, you know, there's some leeway there of why this happened so early compared to the California system. I just, I look at this and I think there's no one who is like the adult in the room looking at the data. And it is infuriating to me because I feel like, look, 20% of the nation right now is unemployed. And that might be low. It might be 25%. And it's all happened in the space of like six or seven weeks. And I feel like the amount of intelligent debate and discussion we have had is minimal about the way to respond to this virus. I do think, however, that slowly athletes are understanding that they themselves and their families, if they have young kids, wives, whatever it is, are immediate families, are unlikely to be in danger. How well do you think athletes are informed about this based on your experience having been a former pro athlete? How many people do you think know that stat that I just shared, one in a million deaths for 24 or under, for people who are under 34 years old, by the way, for people out there who are curious, because that basically covers almost every athlete, right? I mean, in, in, in the NBA, there are a couple of exceptions, uh, but almost every athlete is 34 or under by and large. The rate for 34 and under is six in a million. So it's still insanely small. How many athletes do you think know that? And by the way, the rate for athletes would be infinitely lower than even these because by and large, athletes are better physically conditioned than your average person would be. So it's even lower than one in a million probably for athletes. Um, even if it was like a thousand in a million, right? I mean, like even if the number was higher, um, I think athletes are supremely confident people um we are people that feel invincible that this this will not happen to us and even the players that have gotten sick uh, on the nba side and sick is kind of a loose term they, they got covid um you know they didn't have any symptoms right yeah uh, and you know they had loss of, of smell and taste i think which is common with coronavirus but otherwise they didn't really have you know von miller didn't have outward symptoms right i mean he was uh so I think a lot of players feel invincible and that they'll uh, they'll risk playing because the money is so great. And this is what it comes down to, especially the NFL side, is that you know a lot of players are not making millions and millions of dollars, contrary to what Twitter likes to believe. And if the option is, hey, you're going to play you know this season, but there might be a risk that you get sick or your family members get it from you, are you willing to risk that to make? You know, $500,000 to make $750,000. A lot of players would say yes, because if they miss the season, you know, there's no guarantee that they make that money back up next season. Well, you really, there's no guarantee you ever make that money back up. There's no, you know, if your contract runs out. Also, there's an interesting part of this as a salary cap for 2021, right? If you play without fans, uh, the cap in 2021 is going to be much lower, in my opinion, than, than than projected. So I think players feel, especially for agents, like I, I, like, I better get my money in now because I don't know what the landscape will be in 2021 and how the NFL will have to adjust if the salary cap is much lower. So I think a lot of players would, would play. Again, it'd be precautions, right? I mean, you know, for example, my father-in-law 
uh, has had bone marrow cancer twice. He's, he's in remission now. He's fine. But, like, we wouldn't be able to see him probably, right? Like, we wouldn't be able to see him for the entire season just because, you know, we, you know, we, we can't – he can't get sick. If he's sick, he's, he's dead. So, um, that, that would have to be a, um, something that we'd have to consider is, hey, look, we, we just we, – we can't see my father-in-law for, for six months, whatever it is. And, and I think players will have to make similar decisions – if they decide to come back, there's other players in other sports that have said on the baseball side, like, look, I, I basically make enough money. I'm not going to risk it. That's fine. Other sports, you know, Clayton Kershaw, I think is one of those guys that's kind of like, I don't know. You know, he makes $30 million a year. He's done it a couple years now. I mean, he's but here, here's my thing. Yeah, here's my thing on somebody like Clayton Kershaw. If you actually look at the data, he is under more danger driving 100% to Chavez Ravine to play baseball than he is to actually die of the coronavirus. And right, so but I think it's more I, but about st- it's, I think it's more about giving it to your family than it is like But even yourself. even like giving it to the family, like Clayton Kershaw would not have made the decision not to play over the flu, right? And so I think people are oftentimes bad at statistics and probability. So they're making and taking risks that are far more significant even in their own daily lives already than they would from playing. Let me give you an example. Football. You are probably more every year than one in a million likely to die on the football field from a hit, right? Not you specifically, but football players in general, by far than you are to die of the coronavirus. Yet everybody is taking the risk of football, whether it's CTE, whatever it might be, they're taking that risk because of the financial return that they get in exchange right. for it. And so I think most people in football would not understand that, right? I think if you if you sat down with them, you said, hey, you're more likely to die on the field playing football than you are from the coronavirus. I think that would shock a lot of football players. Probably. And maybe that data is being presented to football players now. I don't know what is being told to them. Right. And, you know, what, you know, what the NFL chief or the, or the NBA, by the way, uh, and Major League Baseball and other sports, because yeah. they're all young, healthy athletes. Now, uh, I do think that maybe with coaches, you know, if you're 75 years old and you're a cancer survivor, maybe it's not smart for you to coach for a year. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think you'd have to look at your own individual risk percentages. Um, but that's that's kind of the way that I would analyze it. Yeah, and I think that's, that's fair to say. Like, look, guys, you're you're not at a high risk, and again, you have to minimize you know the you know, contact with family members that might be at at risk. Right? And are you willing to sacrifice that whole you know not seeing a family member for for uh, for six months? I will say I was I was fairly encouraged yesterday by uh, some of the NBA. Um, uh, announcements we heard, or, or, or yeah. uh, you, know, we, you know, the one thing that, that I have said now for a couple of weeks, and this is give me the case of any sport that comes back, is that look, someone is going to test positive, right? It's impossible 100%. for an entire sports yes. league. And so, how do you deal with the PR of that, and also just dealing with you know, is a two week quarantine? How do you test everyone else? Um, because it's going to happen, and, and we have to be stay comfortable as a as a country. With that, and I just keep going back to this. I've said this about college football, really more about the NFL, but really college football as well. You know, come September, and 
this is going off of kind of what we're doing in North Carolina. I know that every state's different, but like phase three, which is like basically full reopen with social distancing, but you know, everything's open. That should happen like July 1st, the latest. If everything goes yeah. kind of on. Can you come back and close out a segment with us, yeah. by the way? All right, we'll bring back Jeff Schwartz. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Jeff Schwartz with us. Jeff, uh, you just heard Eddie talk about what I think is the most significant part of this, which is the UFC precedent. If somebody tests positive, you don't have to quarantine everybody. You just treat them like they're sick, get them ready, and continue to play and test everybody. That's the key here to bringing sports back, isn't it? It is, and that's what I was going to I just don't think people will care as much in September and August. I'm not really saying it's a good or bad thing, and I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I just don't think by then people will care as much if people test positive. I think that, that these leagues will be able to just get away with, like you said, quarantining the person or people that have been sick and continuing on with the sport. I think if someone tested positive, like if some sport started today, like, I made, like the NBA started today, and four guys tested positive uh, right now, you know, they might feel like they need to, to, to basically shut down all over again. I feel like in, in three, four, five, six weeks when they start again, they won't feel quite the same way. And I think that people will realize that one positive test doesn't mean you have to shut down the entire operation. I think that's 100% true. And I think that is the biggest and most important part. Do you ever remember anybody who was sick being isolated from the locker room while you played? Yeah, if you had the flu, they, they, would, send, they would send guys home and wait until they're healthy to come back. They, and they, don't want it to, they, they wouldn't want it to spread through the whole locker room. So they, they, so arguably, we could treat the coronavirus basically like the flu, right? You didn't shut down or quarantine everybody. Uh, you sent that right. guy home, and then until he got healthy, he wasn't allowed to come back. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if it was like, you know, he has to play, or it, that was easy to do, like on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, but. If it was if it was game day, he was playing. So yeah, well, that's know, the funny part about that. this in general yeah. is what happens if your star quarterback tests positive on a Saturday before a playoff game. Do you really think he's going to sit out for the coronavirus? Uh, I I would say no, but I, <laughs> right, I don't, I, I don't like you know like if Pat Mahomes tests positive before game day. Oh man, um, I don't like know think what, about last it, year in the Super Bowl. If the Sunday before the Super Bowl, or the Saturday before the Super Bowl, when they test everybody, Mahomes has got the the uh, the, the the coronavirus, and do you really think he's not going to play in the Super Bowl? If I would just announce it on Monday, especially especially if he's asymptomatic, which a huge percentage of people are, yeah. so he doesn't even feel bad at all. Yeah, I, I don't. I I uh, I mean, I feel very strongly about one thing through this whole thing with regards to sports. The NFL is going to be played. And they don't really care. Like I, didn't, I, I think they care, but I think they're still going to play. Like that, that's kind of my, my hope and through all this is that the NFL is just ruthless, man. Like if, if there's one sports league that we can trust to kind of play 
and figure it out. It kind of would be the NFL. I think that they'll have this figured out by September. Outstanding stuff as always. Jeff Schwartz, appreciate you hanging out with us. Have a good morning, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Oh, and he's guest hosting. Are you sitting in on Friday? Is he going? Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So Jeff will be in uh, for the full show on Friday. I'm taking my first day off since the coronavirus started. No, I don't have the coronavirus. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Chris Mannix joins us now at SI Chris Mannix. Chris, I've been reading your Twitter feed, so let's start here. We're going to get to the NBA quickly. Uh, but based on the way the UFC went down, you were impressed enough to believe, because part of your job is to cover boxing, that it's time for boxing to get in order as well and get back to work. Yeah, I mean, th- there were plenty of things to to be to, to nitpick with how the UFC did their events. Uh, I mean, th- is there really a need for Joe Rogan to be right next to the guys at their fight? The weigh-in was kind of goofy with handshaking and fist bumps, no masks, things like that, but... Overall, you know, UFC did what other sports leagues like the NBA are talking about. They conducted, uh, you know, if Dana White's to be believed, over 1,100 tests in that week. Uh, they kept the people that were involved to as, as small a number as they could get. Uh, when somebody tested positive, they at least said they removed that person from, uh, from the hotel and quarantined them. And these are all, Clay, you know, things that are being discussed at the very least in the league office with how to deal with, with a positive. And, you know, specifically to combat sports, I mean, there's a huge runway here. I mean, the UFC numbers were incredible for an event like that. Boxing, which is desperate to gain some kind of foothold with an audience, um, should be right behind it, but unfortunately it's not. Uh, all right, let's go into the NBA. Every week for the last, uh, a lot of weeks, I don't know, last several months uh, since the Rudy Gobert incident started, I basically asked you, how optimistic are you the league comes back? So that's the first question for you here. How optimistic are you based on all the news that's happened of late that the NBA is going to come back? I'm very optimistic now um, for two reasons. One, it's abundantly clear that the NBA doesn't give a damn about when they start next season. And if that's the case, you know, you can create all these artificial deadlines you want. You know, they can just keep kicking the can down the road. I mean, you can say mid-June we got to make a call. Uh, I know there's a report out about two to four weeks. I mean, these are just made-up dates. Like, if you don't, if you truly don't care when you start next season, if it can be as late as January, then what does it matter? Just keep moving that, uh, moving the date back, and things will eventually get to a point where you can put on NBA games. The other thing I thought was pretty consequential was how the NBA is allowing and intends to allow asymptomatic testing. Now, reasonable people, reasonable people can disagree on the availability of testing right now, but asymptomatic testing is a big thing nationwide. Like, the availability of that is still, is still up in the air in a number of different states. The NBA allowing, I believe it's Orlando and the two L.A. teams, to test asymptomatic players and staffers tells me that they're – they're moving the goalposts a little bit. They're changing what kind of testing needs to be broadly available for them to come back. If you know, asymptomatic testing is not you know widely available right now nationwide, but the fact that the NBA is willing to do it without that tells me that they're uh, loosening their restrictions up a little bit. 
I also thought it was significant that there is a report out there that a bunch of the top players basically got together, had their own powwow, and said, we want to get back. LeBron, Kawhi, Kevin Durant. Uh, do you believe that report to be true, and how significant is it, if it is true? Uh, yeah, look, I'm sure it's true. I, I don't know how significant it is, because... You know, look, a, a collection of, of top-tier players certainly has influence, but you know, everybody's looking out for themselves in this situation. I mean, everybody's got a different set of circumstances, whether it's financial or personal, and a different stake in all this. So, you know, Kevin Durant and LeBron James can advise on something, but I, I found, and, and this is more historically in the context of collective bargaining agreement negotiations, that what the little guy thinks isn't always what the big guy thinks, and the big guy doesn't always influence the little guy, if that makes any sense. I do think, though, I, look, I know we've got some comments like Shaq and Mark Cuban. Uh, I think like 95% of the players want to play, if for no other reason than you know they want their money. And that's what it always comes down to. So unless there are, unless there are catastrophic uh, circumstances that evolve in the next couple of months, I'd be surprised if there wasn't, you know, uniformity amongst players about coming back to play. Yeah, and that's another big part of this is that there were reports that basically that everybody's being polled on a yes or no, do you want to come back? Have you gotten any indication? You just kind of gave us one about what percentage of NBA players want to come back. Yeah, it, it's hard to, to, you know, I mean, I, I talked to about five or six reasonably regular via text message and whatnot, and, and they want to play. I mean, some of the you know, some of them have concerns about safety, and I think one big issue that could come to a loggerhead with Michelle Roberts at the Union, Adam Silver, is exactly what to do when a player tests positive. I mean, I think the league would like to do some variation of what the UFC did. I and mean, I think the UFC moved a little too quickly for the NBA, but UFC has fight scheduled for one day. And, you know, if a, if a guy, for example, if a guy tested positive, on a game that was going to be played on Saturday, if you just deposit on a Friday, I think the NBA would push it a couple of days to really kind of get a grasp on the ma- on, on the ramifications of it. But how the union and the league settle on what to do with a positive test, I think that could become a, a bone of contention uh, over the next few weeks and even months uh, as they try to figure all this out. Last question for you, and this is a fun one. Uh, LeBron James and the Lakers are in Game 7 NBA Finals. Uh, they get tested on the Saturday before they're going to play the Sunday game against the Milwaukee Bucks, and LeBron James tests positive for the coronavirus. Is there yeah. any way he's sitting out of Game Seven? <laughs> I mean, great, great question, and one I've, I've thought about you know a million times. I mean, there's a very good chance if LeBron tests positive or anybody tests positive that they don't have any symptoms and they feel completely fine. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was on the floor in that yes. last game in March when he tested positive. Um, I, look, I'm going to say yes. He gets pulled because I just don't know. I just don't know if the NBA can hide that kind of thing and keep that kind of a secret. They just get pilloried for it uh, if they did. But it, it, it's a coin flip. I mean, I, would the Lakers try to hide it? Would, would there be an effort to hide it? I'm sure. Could they ultimately pull it off? Uh, I don't know. It's also wild to think about in the context of the Jordan flu game, right? Which is what burnished Michael Jordan's legacy to an entirely different level. Can you imagine the flip side if a guy like LeBron had to sit out of game seven because he tested positive, asymptomatic for the coronavirus, and then his team lost? The, 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 I mean, like, the, the night, as you can probably guess, the nightmare scenario is like 
you know, uh, a member of the Bucks coaching staff gets sick and dies, and we find later that LeBron had it and it was covered up, and then it becomes just a, a legal mess that the NBA would find themselves in uh, going forward. But, yeah, I mean, the Corona game would become, you know, the stuff of legend if it actually happened. <laughs> And also, look, it doesn't have to be just LeBron. We were talking earlier about Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. It's the night before the Super Bowl, and Patrick Mahomes is suddenly testing positive. Do you really think he's going to sit out? He's at SI Chris Mannix. Appreciate the time, my man. You got it, Clay. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my day. That's my day.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Let's go ahead and dive into your calls. I'm going to ask you to be fast, get as many of them as we can. Dub, let's roll. All right, we got Duran in Los Angeles. What you got for me, my man? Hey, Clay, real quick. First of all, your rant about the Marcus Morris and Rich Paul thing was a, a thing of legend. That was that was hilarious. Um, but I do have a question. As far as the homeless who can't social distance, who can't bathe, why are they not dying in mass? That's a fantastic question because most of them, uh, according to the data, all have asymptomatic infections. And uh, because most people who get the coronavirus don't die. 99.7, 99.8% of everyone who gets the coronavirus, according to the data, survives. Who's up next? We got Jeff in Newport Beach. Jeff, what you got for me? Hey, good, good morning, Clay. Thanks for taking the call. Epic rant on the coronavirus. And what you did was present facts and data. And any American that hears those numbers should be shocked and outraged that we've done the damage we've done to our economy and to our country. And I want to bring up a quick point about why they're not, why is everybody in California not outraged? And it has to do with the, you know, politicization of our media and the fact that they can spin this thing any way they want. And their clear intent is to foment panic and fear among the population. Yeah. They're clearly serving an agenda which is not protecting the public. It has to do more with politics and them advancing their political agenda and their political careers. And Thank you. Thank you for the call. I'm going to keep moving. Look, there's no doubt that fear porn, fear is being far oversold as opposed to facts. Who's up next? Right, we got a sales rep in Indiana. What you got for me? Yeah, I just wanted to call. Thank you, Clay, for taking my call. Um, I'm a sales rep for a motorsports industry, uh, for the motorsports industry, work for a manufacturing company. I got a lot of friends that own racetracks. We support the grassroots racing industry. And unfortunately, with uh, the numbers not supporting exactly like you said, supporting the fear that that's locking down, we're seeing a lot of economic impacts in not only the racetracks, but the communities that support the racetracks. No doubt. Uh, no, no, I'm going to cut you off because I'm going to keep moving. But the impact of the sports industry shutting down is monstrous on the communities, on all the people who are on the fringes, the guy who sells popcorn, the guy who sells parking. All of these people are not making mortgage payments. They're not making rent payments. They're not making car payments because of the data that we are not looking at. Think about the impact on college towns from college kids not being able to go back to school. It's crazy. Who's up next? We have Ernesto in Texas. Ernesto, what you got for me? Hey, Clay. I uh, just wanted to tell you I'm a hospital worker here in Texas. Uh, they've been uh, some already, some uh, co-workers have been furloughed already because of all this. 
Yes. It's been uh, a lot of low hours now. A lot of people don't see it, but you just said it earlier that uh, this affects everybody, but they don't think about it as to, like, some people haven't received their stimulus check yet. Yeah. They cannot go to the unemployment uh, services to get their monies in, uh, you know, but people don't see it like that. They think because they're, they're doing fine that everybody else is doing fine as well. Amen. Amen. Not- Thank you, Ernesto. I'm going to cut you off and keep moving. But what's wild is we try to avoid overloading the hospitals, and we may have nearly bankrupted many of them. Do- uh, doctors and nurses are being furloughed as opposed to being needing to work more hours. They're working less. Who's up next? We have Rick in Illinois. Rick, what you got uh, Rick, for me? Rick just dropped. Let's go to Jim in Pennsylvania. Jim, what you got for me? Clay, my dad is 78 years old. He wants his life back. He's flying to Texas today to see his grandkids. But I think more importantly, he wants to go to Texas because he thinks the Elks Club, uh, the Elks Club will be open so he can have a beer and a bar. <laughs> there are a lot of older people that just want their lives back. I think that's right. Like Life where you're locked up for many people is not worth living. Hope your dad has a good visit with his grandkids and has a good time down in Texas. Who's up next? Last one here. We got Craig in Texas. Craig, what you got for me? Hey, Clay, I agree with everything you said. Hey, Texans are ready to have their lives back. You know, my family of four, every year, at least one of us gets the flu and knock on wood a thousand times. We always recover and we always get back to normal. I think the statistics don't lie and we're tired of of the spreading of the fear and we're going to go ahead and go on about our lives. So if y'all want to have some fun and enjoy your lives again, why don't you come out to Texas? (laughs) Good, good, good pitch for Texas there. Look, People say, why do you take calls sometimes? I like to hear from the masses, right? Like, if you want to call in, you certainly are uh, uh, allowed to disagree with me. And we will have back and forth sometimes with people who disagree with me. But the consensus is here. We need to get back to work, and we need to get back to sports existing. And we need college kids back in college. I'm going to continue to beat this drum because I think a lot of people aren't sharing the actual facts with you. We can disagree on opinions, but facts matter in this country. We need to spread them widely and make good decisions based on them. My name is Clay Travis. Choose facts over fear every single day. Thanks for listening to OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 